Hello, this is the World Economic News by Coldwater Economics for Wednesday the 28th of October. Towards the end of the month, not only do we get a whole lot of hard economic data, but we also get a bunch of confidence indicators which track uh, consumers, business and investors' sentiment. On a global scale, my shocks and surprises confidence index is still slightly positive but it's been in very steep decline since late September. That global signal, however, isn't really showing up how regional confidence indicators are now moving in different directions. We got a significant foretaste today, though, uh, from State Street's Global Investor Confidence Index, which tracks uh, investor risk appetite by looking at what they're actually buying. Uh, the global signal fell 3.8 points to 80.1, which was the weakest since May. There are distinctly contrasting trends, though, coming from Asia and Europe. Asia's confidence rose 7.2 points to 91.7, which is just very slightly higher than 2019's average. But Europe dropped 17.4 points to 92.8, which is weaker even than the lowest points of the initial lockdown and is, in fact, the weakest since, since August 2019. The US indicator, too, uh, showed a modest two-point decline in risk appetite to 76.8, which that remains higher than pandemic levels and quite significantly higher than the 2019 average of 71.9. So just to repeat, October's uh, risk appetite index for the US, 76.8, 2019 average, 71.9. The recovery of confidence in Asia was confirmed by South Korea's October Consumer Confidence Index, which rose 12.2 points to 91.6, which was the best since March and was almost a return to pre-COVID normality. The details suggest a powerful return of optimism. Readings of the current economic situation were up 16 points to 58, expectations up 17 points to 83. Expectations for employment rose 15 points to 75 for income, that was up 6 points to 94, and for spending up 8 points to 100. So it's a fairly thorough, broad-based and convincing surprise there. France's October Consumer Confidence Index, on the other hand, dipped 1 point to 94. But actually, that's a pretty grim result. Even at the worst of the initial coronavirus wave, the index sank only to 92. And when you look at the details, the index is actually still being supported by improved reviews of the last 12 months, whilst expectations were falling quite hard. Expected standard of living was down seven points to minus 54. Expected financial situation down three points to minus eight and fear of unemployment rose two points to 73. Over the rest of the week, we're going to get bombarded with more confidence numbers. Tomorrow, we're going to get Japan's Consumer Confidence Index. We're going to get the Bank of Korea's key confidence surveys. We're going to get the Eurozone huge compilation of confidence in indicators aggregating into its growth tracking economic sentiment index. And separately, uh, Italy's Consumer and Business Confidence Indexes. On Friday, we've got Singapore's quarterly business expectations and in from the US, the final revision of the University of Michigan's Consumer Sentiment Index. The betting for now must be that Asia's confidence will be surging, Europe slumping, 
and the US just about maintaining itself pre-election. Well, that's all for today. Thank you for listening, and if you got something out of it, and I hope you did, it would help if you'd spread the word about the bulletin. And if you'd like to know more about cold water economics and what I'm doing, please feel free to contact me, Michael Taylor, on mjtcoldwater at fastmail.com. Thank you very much.